the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The lines, um, three of them are available because we've got uh, Bruce and Greg, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. This is a car show. Everybody knows we're not going to fix your car over the, on the radio. However, about 30% of the time, we can hit the nail on the head, at least identify fuel, spark, we had a guy call in not too long ago, and he had a Ford, and every once in a while he had the front hubs making a lot of noise. I didn't know the answer to it, but then somebody called me and said, that's a vacuum problem because we're locking the hubs with vacuum. Oh, yeah. And so a vacuum line's broken, which is causing that hub to turn on and off. I didn't know the answer, but enough people have my cell phone number that they can correct me when I'm wrong. <laughs> and so I'm I'm wrong a lot. Nevertheless, I'm not wrong about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa since 1970. They've been around, and they've been providing expert care. Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair, and all you have to do is meet Brian or Thelma, and you'll know why I refer people there. Not too long ago, a customer was concerned with pricing, so I had him fax me a repair order from one of my shops. In reality... I was a little bit more expensive, 1.5%, than they were. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that I'm proud of being expensive, but I said to the lady, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of the road. Yeah. So he's within 1.5% of me, and, and I bid it blindly with my staff. I gave it to the service writer, and I blocked out all the numbers, and we came in right underneath them. So it was on a $600 bill, 1% is like 6 bucks, so a percent and a half is like 10 So nevertheless, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, they're the only shop in Mesa that I put my name next to and say that you can use them and you can use them with all the the the, the what's the word i'm looking for um confidence confidence thank you very much yep. all the confidence in the world main street just east of stapley main street just east of stapley and bruce you're up first how can i help you yes uh, my, my grandson is in the air force in transition now from italy to fairbanks alaska he's in phoenix now looking to buy a truck uh-huh. You know, a big you know crew cab, four wheel drive. He's obviously for that thing, for that kind of climate. And uh, he's looking at uh, a diesel. Would you? Uh, how do you feel about diesel as opposed to gas in Fairbanks, Alaska? Okay, if I were moving to Fairbanks, Alaska, that's the only vehicle I'd take up there. Is a four wheel drive, three quarter ton or one ton, and mm-hmm. I would have the Dodge with the six seven. Mm-hmm. I don't use. I don't usually talk about Fords, but um, yeah, I know. I, I understand. I listen to you enough. All right. Okay. All right. But they do have it now. Let me tell you, Ford the six the six liter is the biggest piece of human garbage that has ever been around. That's the six liter. The six mm-hmm. four wasn't much better, but the six seven is. 
So if he's mm-hmm. a Ford guy, he buys a 6.7. And then when you talk about the Duramax on the General Motors product, that V8 6.6-liter monster they've got, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. So he can take any one he wants. Now, change your question. Mark, do you own diesels? Yes, I do. Mark, what did you have? Well, early on I had the GM Duramax, but now my son and I and everybody else in our family has Dodges. And I'm real happy with my Dodge. And the cowboy sitting across from me right now, we were coming down from Payson, and we were going up this one hill, and there was a bunch of people that were running pretty quick. And so um, I think we beat them to the top of the hill, every single one of them. But nevertheless, I'm, I'm, the Dodge, it would be my choice for him. Is, and, is that uh, the Cummins diesel? It is. It's a 6.7 Cummins. They had okay. a 5.9 and a 6.7. Now, the 5.9 I want is akin to the 327 V8 Chevrolet motor that took over the world by storm. It started out as a 327, then they made a 307, then it went to a 350. But that small block Chevy, along with the small block Ford, the yeah. 302, those were the salt of the earth. Now, that 5.9 Cummins is just exactly that. But the newer model, I think the 6.7 came in at 2009, 10, 11. Mine is a 12, and I know it's got a 6.7 in it. But that's what I would use. That's what I would say to him. And I think with a lot of confidence, he'd be happy with those. So you would say no to gas? Uh, you would I would say no to gas. No. Okay. I would say no to gas. First of all, the maintenance is a little bit more money, but it's longer. So you can go 12,000 miles on your diesel. So yeah. if the oil change costs two hundred, two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars with a fuel filter, yeah. then that's nothing compared to the cost associated with the gas every three to five thousand. Well, I think his biggest problem is going to be finding. He's, he can't buy new, I don't think. Yeah. But uh, you know, in a three to five year old uh, unit is probably finding one's going to be hard. Well, and there's no question about that. Now, my 2012 Dodge is I can get I can sell it for more money than I paid for it because that's the last year that they didn't put the diesel exhaust fluid in it. Yeah, and every, is, that nobody, a, is that a is that a problem? Do you think looking for a used? I mean, should he really bite the bullet and maybe just buy new? Well, he can. Um, mm-hmm. That he's going to spend sixty, seventy thousand dollars yeah, for yeah. a new four wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to spend forty thousand dollars for one that's twelve and older. Because it's non-DEF, and we those guys that have those trucks know what they're worth. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, and gasoline, there's nothing wrong with it, but there's plenty of diesel mechanics in Fairbanks, Alaska, and Alaska. Yeah. There's plenty of diesels up there. So it's yeah. not like he's going to take some, you know, Hyundai Sonata with a, you know, right. turbocharged, supercharged, right, right, blown right, right, motor. Right. So Right. I'm sure there's plenty of diesel vehicles and, and equipment up there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. and so I, I would, I, I think if he's thinking about the two of them, and I'll just change your question. I would, if I moved to Alaska, I would take a, a diesel with me, I, 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 without a question. Okay. Well, he wants, he wants to buy one here because, uh, for the obvious reasons of being, you know, uh, used and no, and salt free and whatever, and. Uh you know, well, and, and here's why he buys it here, if that's what he wants to do, is because he can go take it from the person that's selling it and take it to a garage that you trust and say, I want a used car checkover. I want to know what it needs now, tomorrow, and next week, and next month, and next year, as best as you can. That gives him some negotiation power. We had a lady the other day came in. We did a used car checkover. It needed $500 worth of immediate work. She went back to the dealership. They dropped their price, and they fixed it, everything. She brought it back to us. We checked it, and they had done all the work right. And she made. She says that, that was the best hundred and quarter, hundred and twenty-five dollars I've ever spent because she said they dropped the price plus they did five hundred dollars worth of work for me for free. So you, so you guys, you guys would do a checkover. Every yeah. every okay. good shop does a used car checkover. Okay. Every good shop. Okay. Thanks, Bruce. Okay. Thank you Thanks. very much. You bet, Greg. You're up next. How can we help you, Greg? Hey, Mark. 
Um, got a 79 Magnum, um, little transmission issue. I'm in third gear by the time I'm 25 miles an hour. Um, when I got the car, there was no linkage between the carburetor and the transmission. I replaced that. Um, I still have the issue. I've adjusted it several ways, even dropping it down into low, which I thought was kind of odd. It still does the same thing. It won't keep it. The shifter won't keep it in low, and it is an aftermarket B&M shifter. What am I looking at, my friend? Well, if you manually shift it, will it hold first gear until you shift it to second? No, sir. That's what I find really odd. It, it okay. shifts automatically. Okay, still. so the, the problem's inside. Because if, if you manually shift it, then you're commanding it to stay in first gear. So if you say, hey, I can go first gear up to 15, I can go second gear up to 30, 35, and then I can shift fourth gear, if you would have said that to me, it would be something that's typically external and could be your kick-down linkage that you talked about or your shift linkage that you talked about. But if, you, if, it, if it quick shifts on you, then it's going to be something inside. What part of town do you live in? I'm in Glendale. Okay, I don't really have a transmission shop in that area that I can I can talk to. I, I'd I'd like you to call Alger at A and S Transmissions, and he's up on Deer Valley and I seventeen. He'll talk to you over the phone. Alger knows more about transmission than I know about my wife of forty five years. The guy's just a genius, but he's busier than heck, and oftentimes you have to wait a month to get in. So he does mostly wholesale work, but he'll take a a retail job every now and then. So I would call him and be respectful of his time. You might say, Mark Salem said that you talked to me for a few minutes. Tell me what you think. And then you ask him. You, he can't possibly know what the repair is, but you can say, what's your diagnostic charge? And then okay. go from there. Okay. Al, Alger at ANS. Now, ANS stands for Automatic or Standards. ANS stands for Alger and Shelley, his wife. Mm-hmm. And, and and then I, I thought that his company should be ASS, but he didn't think that that was a good idea. And so, But I've known him. I hired that kid in 1979 for our gas station, and I'm going to tell you a quick story about him. He said to me one day, um, I want to take the uh, automatic transmission out of my 65 Nova or whatever it was, and I want to put a, a, a stick in there. And I said, oh, wow. I said, you know, here's the deal, Alger. The only day you can do that is Sunday. So if your car's not off the lift on Sunday, I'm going to roll it to your house, and you're going to be unemployed. I cannot have you tie up a bay that generates a bunch of money. He says, no, I'm I'm all ready to go. And I said, yeah, okay, well, have you got the pedal assembly? Yes. Got the cross member? Yes. You got the bell housing? Yes. You got the shifter? Yes. Okay. He started the night before, and at 9 o'clock in the morning, he was laying rubber in front of my house. (laughs) That's who that kid is. Yeah. And and from that point on, I mean, he was the transmission guy for me, and he out, he now owns his own shop, and 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 I that's a true story. I have not embellished it a single bit. Nine o'clock in the morning, he's out there burning rubber in front of my house, telling me I got the ma- manual <laughs> transmission into my Nova. So he's a great kid. So anyway, Alger Stowers ANS Transmission. Thank you, Greg. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two. What did I say? 508 And I'm going to put T-O-T turned over to A&S. I don't get any money on this. You know that. Yeah. I, I, these referrals are free. I, I wouldn't take money if they gave them to me. But I've been around a long enough time. I feel with the same way with you. I don't want your money. When I refer that central corridor area to you and Billy, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy. Um, if, if I don't ever call back, but I know that in the absence of a call, you guys did a good job. So I've I've known your dad since the 60s and 70s. Yeah. 
And so, do you remember when he opened his shop? 1971. That was not the one at 16 Osborne. Is that the Indian School one? Uh, no, that's the... Uh, the one on Osborne. Okay. Yeah, 1971 is when he when he opened when he opened his first. He got in the that was a Chevron, okay. and that was our first station. Okay, 71. 71. Okay, because yeah. I graduated high school in 72, and I was working at a gas station, Ken Vivian's Shell Station at Broadway and Priest, from 1968 till I graduated in 1972 because I lied about my age. That was when gas was 19, no, 27, 29, and 31, and we had just got the mid grade. And we had the bells on the islands. You remember those? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we, we just kind of stood around, and we washed all the windows, and we checked everything. We checked your tires. We did all that kind of stuff. And, you know, what's really funny is when, when I was a kid, and, you know, we started out pulling weeds out of the planter and then sweeping the parking lot and then pumping gas. And, yep. And when, if somebody would put $20 of gas in their car, mm-hmm. that would be like, wow. That's a lot of gas in that right. car. Now it's like $20 is nothing. Oh, well, that's know? a day. Yeah. <laughs> but back then, the VW Beetles, they'd come in and they'd spend $3 or $2 yep. for a full tank of gas. Yeah. It was. It, we'll talk about this later, you and I, but picking up cigarette butts is something I did. Yeah, we did. I, I, it, but today we don't do that. I can't even, I'd say to my grandkids, go out and sweep up cigarette butts. they go, what's that? <laughs> but I can tell you, working at the island at the gas station was a great place to meet chicks. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> the Seth Liebson Show. I have never seen the quest for raw politics used to destroy so many innocent people. Nor have I seen the use of minutiae like sarcastic and juvenile and prankish things said in a high school yearbook brought before a committee 35 years later to adjudge the character of a human being. Weekdays 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join James and Brandon Herbis for the Safe Money Radio Show here on KKNT every Saturday at 2 p.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. And you can also call James and Brandon now for your free customized safe information money kit and a 115-page safe money book at 844-371-SAFE. That's 844-371-7233. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Whatever the final outcome of Judge Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation fight, the struggle has exposed the hypocrisy of Democratic opinion leaders in stark and glaring terms. They seek to destroy Judge Kavanaugh over uncorroborated charges about drunken teenage incidents 36 years ago. While they rally behind a sitting congressman and their party's candidate for attorney general in Minnesota, despite charges from his former girlfriend of physical and emotional abuse this year, 
No, I can't say definitely whether Brett Kavanaugh's accuser is making false charges. I also don't know that Keith Ellison's accuser is telling the truth, despite her evidence from text messages and medical professionals. The one certain conclusion is that Democratic support for an aggrieved woman's charges against a conservative, even as they dismiss another woman's charges against a prominent liberal, demonstrates an appalling application of double standards. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. The mechanic raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said, this ain't good. We have to turn the microphones off during the breaks because of all the talk that's going on. There's a lot of people in this room right now. It's a bunch of guys, as you can tell. This is, this is not quite as bad as a frat party, but it's almost as bad. Yeah. And we're all reminiscing about the gas station days in the young days. Because we're old and that's all we can do is talk that's about exactly. it now. <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. Well, speaking of old, Kurt's Automotive on I-17 in Bell. Now, he's not. He's got two young bucks, Eric, and I'll remember his name in a minute. But these two young guys are master technicians, and they are really good. But so is Kurt. I-17 and Bell, he's bailed me out of a lot of, can you take a look at this car and let him know if you can fix it? And the answer is always yes, we can. So we're handling it. So he's a Better Business Bureau Ethics Award winner. He's been open since 1987. He does domestic import and gas and diesel. And, again, they've got at least three master technicians. So Kurt's Auto Repair, I-17 and Bell Road, he's a good guy. He won't let you down. And uh, for those of you in that I-17 corridor, uh, he's on the northeast corner of I-17 and Bell. Tina, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning. Um, I have a 2014 Ford Focus that has over 80,000 miles on it, somewhere under 90. Um, But since I bought it with about 5,000 miles on it, it stutters upon takeoff. Okay. I did take it in for the on, on my very first oil change at a Ford Center, uh-huh. and they said, oh, they just do that. Those focuses just do that. And I did have one before that for a short period of time before somebody hit me that did the same thing. Um, I did have it serviced at the dealer. They replaced a sensor for the trans, some sort of sensor for the transmission. They did something with the, uh, something on the clutch. I don't remember exactly what. And they just say, oh, yeah, it sounds like you need a clutch now. Okay, so this and is a manual shift focus? Automatic. Okay, it's an automatic. Okay, he, here's what um, I, I'd like you to do. I want you to start manually shifting it. So instead of putting it in the drive, I want you to put it in low. 
Now, do you have a D and an S on your shifter where it says D is drive and S means standard shift select and there's a button on the side of your shifter that you can go up and down? Do you have that? I think so. I'm not in it, but I think so. All right, so I'm going to have you pull the shifter all the way to the bottom, all the way towards you. And then there's a lever. I think there's a button on the side of the shifter. And so when you're going to start off in first gear, and then you're going to go in, and then you're going to hit the top of the button, and it's going to shift to second gear. Now, you're okay. going to have to shift this up and down because that's what manual's all about. The question is, is do you still have the problem? Question number two you have to answer is cold or hot or all the time. And if it doesn't do it, when doesn't it do it? And then the last question is, is can you show us? And can you demonstrate that pretty much all day long? Can you take somebody for a ride and show them what you're talking about? Yes. Unfortunately, the last time it didn't happen. Okay. When, Fair enough. When I tried to do that, but usually, yes. Okay. What part of town are you in? Do you, first of all, do you have a garage that you like and trust? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. What um, part and of town I'm you live? in um, Scottsdale. Okay. Um, North Scottsdale or South? South. Okay. I would take it over to uh, 86th Street. Uh, it's called Bell Automotive. It's like 86th and McDowell. Okay. And there's a big tall guy that works there and his wife, and they're second generations. And um, tell him Mark Salem said that there's not a you don't have a prayer in hell of fixing this, but he thought you should drive it or let me see <laughs> you let watch me drive it. That's what I want you to say. It's a nice way to say that Mark talked to me, and I don't get any okay. money off of it, but he'll laugh. And uh, okay. and 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 his father's name was Carol, and his name is Evelyn. Okay. okay. You tell oh him I God. said that. Now his dad really is Carol. His dad was really Carol, but you say I'd like Evelyn Bear or Bell. Uh, so when you get there you say, "Can I talk to Evelyn Bell?" B E L L. Okay. And he's going to kill me. <laughs> but it doesn't make any difference because I think he'll drive it for you for free, especially if you can duplicate it and he has the ability to 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 get close on what it is. He's a good technician. Okay? Okay. Okay, thank you. Oh, you're welcome, ma'am. You're welcome. And we're going to TOT. I think his name is Craig. Craig. And, yeah, it is Craig. And and his wife, um, Vicky. Vicky. And she's she's the dog uh, in, in the the in the yard. Yep. Yep. She she runs it with it, and she and she she's really good about running the staff. Yep. And and Craig is tall and skinny, and Vicky and Vicky will laugh if she comes in and asks for Evelyn Bell. <laughs> she'll she'll laugh. T-O-T Bell. I take it you said a lot of people over there asking for Evelyn. Yes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but I change the name each time. Do you, yeah. <laughs> isn't your dad? Isn't your mom Carol? And they named you Evelyn. <laughs> so anyway, and good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi. Well, you know I've I've heard you before, and I told my husband about you, but. I'm in the truck right now, and this is the first time I've had to tune you guys in again. And I, uh, we, we bought a, a a Toyota Tundra truck in 2002. It was brand new and had it for oh maybe five six years. And then my husband got the bright idea to uh, give it to his grandson up in Colorado. And uh, as a result, nobody really took care of it. So we had it. it Beat up. We had it shipped back here, and uh, it, for what it looks like, it seems to be pretty good. And but the engine light always stayed on. And we called the daughter up, and she said, "Up in Colorado, 
they looked at it and said that they couldn't find anything wrong, and uh, the remission test didn't. She passed emission. Right, right. So when right. I came, we we tried to take it to emission here. Of course, you know the engine light was on. Yeah. Well, let me. So let me... I had to go back and 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 get a. Well, anyway, long story short, uh, we we had a uh, a relay put in, and. I took it back for emission again, and of course it didn't pass because I guess the thing has to cycle. So well, I think I didn't drive it around long enough, and I was on the internet trying to find out what I'm supposed to do. And oh okay. my god! Stop! 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 Well, anyway, stop! I took, stop! Took stop! Stop! To, Wait! Yeah. Hold on! Hold on! We got some questions to ask you as we go along here. After you had the work done, is the check engine light off now and has been off since it was fixed? It's been off since it was fixed, okay. but when I drove okay. around for a couple hours, took it in, it didn't. Yeah. It just said it. Okay. 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 Now, the drive cycle isn't a few minutes. The drive cycle, it takes two guys to go through the drive cycle. All right. He's driving. Okay. Next to me is, uh, what the heck's your name? Uh, David. David. I know that. I'm just teasing. <laughs> David's sitting next to me and I'm driving and he goes, you have to do 20 miles an hour for seven and a half minutes and then honk the horn. So I do that. Then he says, you got to get on the freeway and you got to go 60 miles an hour for three miles. Then you got to stop and then you got to go back to 60 miles an hour. And I do that. And then he says, you have to roll up the window, stick your head out the window and cluck like a chicken. Then I do that. And so he tells me what to do. And then he says it has to sit all night and we got to do this same test tomorrow. So you're not going to go through a drive drive cycle in 10 minutes you're going to have to drive it a week or more so get a temporary plate that costs you five six seven ten dollars but put a temporary plate on it and then drive it as much as you can over the next 10 days to two weeks if the check engine light doesn't come on you can stop by the repair shop and say will you check to see if the monitor has been reset monitor has been reset, which is the drive cycle monitor. They'll plug in and they'll go, yeah, it's been. So you're going to go through emissions, you're going to pass with flying colors, they're going to check your lights off and you're home free. But you're not going to reset the monitor in, uh, in you know, in three or four hours or even three or four days. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to have to go longer. And and they think I'm teasing them about going the drive cycle, with the exception of clucking out the window. Yeah, I, what I said was true. Right. Yeah, dri- the drive cycles can be a real pain. It And, and it takes two guys because yeah. one has to talk. And then if you get on the freeway and it wants you to do 30 miles an hour for five miles, what are you going to do? Right. You have to get off the freeway and do 35 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. So anyway, I just give it to my grandkids and let them drive it. Anyway, thank you very much, Ann. We're going to take a break right now. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserite paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Would you know what to do if you encounter a wrong-way driver? Let's hope you never find out. But if you ever do see a wrong-way driver coming at you, slow down, safely steer away, and get off the roadway. At night, drive defensively and be aware of what's ahead and around you. 
And if you see a sign warning of a wrong-way driver, safely move toward and take the next freeway exit on the right. Drive aware. Get there. Sponsored by the Arizona Department of Transportation in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Listen to America's 401k show every Saturday at 9 p.m. here on 960 The Patriot. Presented by Estate Preservation Advisors. Scott Bird, founder and president of Estate Preservation Advisors, is a certified senior advisor and a graduate of Tufts University in economics. Scott has been an annuity and life specialist assisting retirees for over 15 years. Let Scott help you plan for your future. Call today, 480-385-2800-480-385-2800. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty. The three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, or understanding someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't, don't wait, wait until, until it's, it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the movie. 34 minutes after the hour, 34 minutes after the hour, and uh, sitting next to me is Dave Martin. He owns a Martin's Auto Repair Service, and he's on 16th Street north of Osborne. He's a second generation. I've known his dad since the 60s and 70s, and uh, and Dave is actually the second generation of that repair shop, and just like many of the rest of us, we yep. have second generation moving on. Let's go to, uh, well, first, got to do something really quick here. We're going to talk about Automatic Transmission Exchange, which is in Phoenix, 40th Street in Washington. Phil's been around since 1968. He's been around since the very first power glides, the two-speed power glides, all the way to the computerized transmissions that have sensors and solenoids that shifted from first to second. So he's been here since Fred Flintstone and Barney Fife. He's worked on Fred Flintstone's automatic transmission, and he's grown. He wouldn't be in business right now if he didn't transition to the new electronics. So if you have a problem, you're in Phoenix, 40th Street in Washington, automatic transmission exchange. We call it ATE, but Phil and his staff have been around a long time, and it's a good place to go. Mary, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. 
Yes, I'm calling about my son-in-law's uh, 2004 Infiniti FX35. Okay. And um, he has a problem. Of, he had this like two summers ago where the water uh, from the radiator goes into the bottle and okay. it doesn't go back. And so then it overheats. But it doesn't do it all the time. Okay. It, he'll drive it back and forth to work and then all of a sudden it'll... It'll go into the bottle and not come back. And before, it was a thermostat. Okay. Uh, well, let me explain constant. something to you. Let me explain how that okay. system works, okay? When the engine gets hot, the water expands. The radiator cap will kind of let some of that pressure off, and we're going to go into the bottle, okay? At nighttime, when you park it, then as the engine cools off, it sucks the fluid out of the overflow because there's a sucking valve on the radiator cap, and it opens up, and we suck coolant back in so it's full the next morning. So hot, we expel, and a cold overnight, we draw back in to keep it full. If it has a leak anywhere in the system, it will not pull it back out of the bottle because it'll suck air before it sucks liquid. So, David, how much do you charge to pressure test a cooling system? Um, Wait, let me change it to a new customer or a customer that's been with you for years. Uh, well, customer that's been with us for years, we'll just we'll just do it. Okay, and if it's not a new customer, um, it's usually right around sixty bucks. Okay, so it's going to take some why. So we what we do is we pull the cap off of it, we we fill it up, then we put a pressure tester on it, so we're going to pump air into it. If it's a fifteen pound cap, I usually put sixteen in it. We yeah. walk away, and if we come back and and it's sixteen, it's sixteen still. Mark's wrong. It probably needs a radiator cap. But if it's gone from 16 to 8, then we got to find out where the leak is at, right? Yep, absolutely. And so in your particular case, what needs to happen first is he needs to buy a really good radiator cap and put it on there. Let's eliminate okay. that. That's something that's really cheap. The second thing is if he has the problem with the moving back and forth, it could be a bad one because the motor could be aspirating water. We could have a bad head gasket or we could have a combustion leak. That would prevent it from sucking it back out of the tank. So then we're going to work, our industry is going to work with your son-in-law, and we're going to teach him how at nighttime to look where there is. We give him a magic marker, and we tell him just mark it. Right. Where's it at at night? And, and, and in the morning, it better be dropping down a little bit, a half an inch, a quarter inch, a full inch. So we're teaching him how that the overflow jug, hot, it's going to go up, and cold, it's going to go down. So what part of town does he live in? He's in Central Phoenix, yes, okay. and I'm familiar with Martin, yes. Okay, yeah, well, well, um, David's here, and um, I'm going to tell you, and, and I can speak for David, David's willing to, to pressurize this for your son-in-law for $8.57. <laughs> <laughs> the he's noticed that he's, he loses a little coolant. Okay, well, and, and that's... filling that up. Okay, we need to we need to figure out where the leak's at and yeah. fix it. It could okay. be inside the engine or it could be outside. But for eight dollars and fifty seven cents, David's going <laughs> to just pressurize the system. Okay, absolutely. Okay, great. All right, thank you, ma'am. Uh, Harry, Harry, you're next. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark, uh, good talking to you. Hey, I I heard earlier on your show you were talking about the graphite oil. I don't know if anybody's called in uh, about it. Uh, it. Uh, did you ever get a name on it? No. Do you remember? Yes. Arco Graphite. That's it. I've got That's a case it. of it. I you still st- have a case in my shop. Okay. Now, how much you want for that case? I've that 30-pound uh, cylinder of R12 that I have. 
<laughs> um, how much do you want for that case of Arco Graphite? I don't know. <laughs> well, how many? Is there twelve in the case? I don't know. The box is sitting in the box is kind of falling apart. I'll have to look at that. It may be one short. I know I used it in my lawnmower, and I had bought some and put it in a a mercury capri I had, and okay. rolled it. Did real good, except the problem I found with that oil. Every place that has a gasket that has oil, it will start leaking there. Well, and when it starts leaking that graphite, it's hard to get the stain off the concrete. I mean, it's, oh, like, yeah. it's like dropping diesel. Okay, all right, I'm going to make a decision for you. you want to get rid of the Arco graphite or not? Sure. Okay. Not, you send me an email, I'll, I'll Mark. Tell you what, I'll, I'll donate it to you, and you can add it to your Christmas thing. Okay, that would be fine. $15 a quart. <laughs> and, and here's the deal. That Back then it was $8 a quart. Yeah, it, was it was $10 a quart. I think it was you know, a couple bucks. I don't know. Uh, well, no, no, that was a premium oil, and it didn't last very long. And that's anybody who was born in the 60s, 70s, and 80s remembers Arco Graphite. So this is something that goes in a museum. I'll give you $15 for one quart if for my lobby. Because we have all that old stuff there. All right. So anyway, mark at MarkSalem.com, $15 a quart, and it works really good in lawnmowers. <laughs> Thank well, you, Harry. It worked, it worked good until I saw it leaking at, you know, the, the gasket and everything, and, uh, you know, uh, you know the main uh, part of the engine deal. And I thought, well, it seemed to run fine, so, yeah. you know, but it was, it was a little messy. No, we're not. We're selling it in a nostalgia focus. Okay, in a nostalgia thing. So if you have a garage, like many of my friends do, they have all kinds of stuff in there, and they like the old stuff. So a quart of Arco Graphite, <laughs> you might even have an auction for it or something. But anyway, Harry, mark at MarkSalem.com. I'll put you in touch with Harry. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll open up the phone. Well, the lines are open, 602-508-0960. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. A message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero, even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you. And we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, 
disability and financial benefits you were promised and earned. If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you. Welcome back, everybody. 43 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Let me tell you about Larry Harker's Auto. Larry Harker's Auto is on my best car repair shops list that you can find on my website, MarkSalem.com. He's been around since 1967. Bob and Ellen run Larry Harker's Auto. And Ellen runs the front counter, and Bob runs the shop. And he's probably one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met in my life. It's kind of like waving a red cape in front of a bull. You walk in there and you say, nobody can fix this, and all of a sudden you have his full attention because he can't. Now, he's not going to do it for $8.57. He's going to charge you a diagnostic fee, but rarely does anything leave leave there without a firm diagnosis. So, And he does oil changes, auto emissions, brake jobs, electrical work. He does all that stuff. But when it comes to heavy-duty diagnosis, Bob is probably one of the best, and I dare say he's better than I am, and I don't lead that pack either. So Larry Harker's Auto Repair, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Let's go to the phones, and we're going to start with Ann. Ann, good morning. Hi. Um, this is my first time calling a radio show, so I'm a little nervous. It's okay. <laughs> um, um, so I don't even know where to start with my problem or anything even, but basically a couple months ago I bought a 2016 Honda Odyssey, minivan and it's giving me transmission problems and so i googled transmission problems and exactly what people put up on youtube is what's happening and i don't even know if you okay well how, let, how do you yeah all right let me answer this you can make it happen yes you can make um, it happen intermittent some... i can't make it happen but i can um but it does happen intermittently okay. and i've and the thing is, it's under warranty, and I've taken it in, and they keep repairing the sensors. And I'm like, no, and, you know, okay. now they're saying, well, if you bring it in one more time, we'll do the transmission. But I'm thinking, putting a new transmission, isn't okay. that, okay. isn't that let's, scary? Let's, <laughs> let's, let's recenter. Let's recenter here. Okay. First of all, um, intermittent problems are difficult for anybody. Number two, yeah. every time you go to the dealer, you have them check the transmission and make them write down your symptoms specifically, and here's why. Because if the transmission, if the car warranty uh, is over in January of 2019 and the transmission mm-hmm. fails a year later, then you have all these records that you took it in for a transmission problem and it was never fixed. So you yeah, continue okay. every time you go in. That happened to me and I was two years out of warranty and the old Henry Brown uh, Chevy store in Mesa called me and said, we've got records. You know that you've had this problem for a long time. I said, yeah, I have. He says, we're going to rebuild the transmission for free. We now know what it is, oh, wow. <laughs> and we did it for free. So that's number one. That's number one. Number two, you're not going to fix your car on YouTube because I suggest to you <laughs> that <laughs> you can be talking to a gynecologist who's giving you auto repair advice, and that's a bad idea. You could be talking to a veterinarian that specializes in, in gelding uh, uh, male horses, and, and, and it's a bad idea to spend a bunch of money from somebody who you've never met before and he's telling you how to fix your car over the phone. That's a bad idea. Uh-huh. Um, but what part of town do you live in? North Phoenix. Okay. Uh, I-17 corridor? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Kurtz is up there at I-17 in Bell, and Action's up there at Deer Valley in I-17. And both of those guys, would, I'm sure, would be happy to take a short drive with you. 
You can't take them and take, keep them for an hour on the promise it's going to happen. You understand yeah. that. But but yeah. this is an opportunity to have somebody in your car and for you to describe it to the best of your ability. And don't talk about YouTube. But you say, this is what mm-hmm. it does. And they're going to ask you questions. And they're going to say, hey, Ann, I want you to call me after a week and tell me, is it predominantly hot and cold? Then they're going to say, mm-hmm. Ann, I want you to pay attention to the speed. Does it happen in a speed? And you go, yeah, between 38 and 42. Okay, good. Okay. And when it's happening, I want you to take your left foot and gently apply the brake pedal, but keep your right foot normal. I just want you to apply the brake to enough to shine the brake lights. Does it go away? Yes, it does. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when you don't hit the brake, now, you're, you're going down the road at 55 miles an hour. You're holding your foot steady, your right foot steady. I'm going to take your left foot and just gently apply the brakes. Not enough to slow the car down, just enough to turn on the lights, just general application of the brakes, and voila, it's gone. Well, everybody mm-hmm. knows that's a torque converter clutch. You just disable it, and, now it's, and then you say, I let go, and it'll do it again. Well, it's a torque converter clutch. You just saved yourself $200 worth of diagnostics. So if you'll work with the shop and just mm-hmm. do what they say, there's a good chance you'll save at least $100 worth of diagnostic fees as long as you become their tester. Now, there's three answers to their questions. Yes, no, I don't know. Now, the men <laughs> okay. th- don't, that third one, the men don't know, okay? Because they don't know what they don't know. But they'll say, oh, yeah, it happens. And they'll send us, that's like me giving you directions to my shop, and we start by going north on 17, and when you get to Flagstaff, turn around, and I'm in Tempe. So if you, don't, if you don't give me good stuff, or, and that's why I say women are the best diagnosticians Absolutely. because they, they know how to say, I don't know, or I can't answer your question. So I would get, take it to one of those two guys and have them uh, take a ride with you. You say, not on Monday morning or Friday afternoons for obvious reasons. But mm-hmm. any other time, you can call and say, Mark Salem said you'd take a test drive in my car, and would you please, and what's times good for you? And, 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 and either one of those guys. All righty? Okay. Thank you, Ann. Thank you very much. And for her first call, she did pretty good. Really good, yeah. You know, a lot better. Well, and what you said is exactly right. It's just more information saves them money. And and if they answer the questions and they can help us through the diagnostic process, it, it's it's better for them and it's better for us. And the beautiful part about it is is if they'll just answer our questions, vibrations. Oh, gosh. You know, how many times do we pull? I, I can see that you've pulled all your hair out from vibrations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And noises. And so have I because I'm wearing a hat, so you don't know it. But anyway, I want to talk about something just real quick, and then we're going to get to their callers. Okay. If you're a graduate of the Tempe High School class of 1972, or if you went in the 68 through 92 or 68 through 72 range, then you probably knew Pat Harrelson. He's a friend of mine. He's a good buddy of mine. He passed away. Now, if you're a Tempe Police Department employee, Pat was in your mounted unit and a reserve officer. And he wasn't in your mounted unit. He was in the unit, but I don't think he were a horse. And he was at, in Tempe as a reserve officer for a long time, and then he transitioned to Scottsdale PD. He served 20 years in Scottsdale PD, and he was on the bike squad. Pat passed away the 17th. We're having a, a kind of a celebration of Pat's life t- tomorrow between 1 and 4 o'clock. So if you fill into any of those, you knew Pat at Tempe uh, Police Department, and you knew Pat at Tempe High School, Pat Harrelson. Maybe you did business with him because him and his dad owned a an insurance company that did Hartford, and uh, and there's a lady here in town that called me and told me that. So so if Tempe Police, Scottsdale Police, or Tempe High School, Pat Harrelson, c- celebration of life tomorrow between one and four at the the Macayos Depot Cantina, 
which is in the um, north of 5th Street and west of Mill Avenue. Macayo's Depot Cantina. It's a no-host bar, but there's going to be a lot of his friends there. And if you fill any of those categories, a class of 1972 Tempe High, or if you were a Tempe policeman shortly after that, or if you were a Scottsdale policeman when Pat started there, he spent 20 years and he retired, then uh, you probably know his name. We invite you there, and for this reason, his two young boys are going to be there. They're not young boys, but they're two young men. And um, it's nice to tell them about a story that their dad was involved in. One of the guys called me and said, I was riding bicycles with Pat, and one day he hit one of those grates and it pitched him off over the handlebars, you know. And he said he was bleeding from <laughs> every elbow and every knee. And he got up and got back on his bike, and, and I said to him, are you hurt? And he goes, do I look like I'm hurt? <laughs> and he said, but we went and cleaned them all up, and uh, he put some long pants on, and, and he drove a car for a couple of days, and everything was fine. So he's a tough guy. Pat Harrelson is his name. Macayo's Depot Cantina, Sunday from 1 to 4, no host bar. Stop by, and uh, you would uh, you would honor me and his boys, Ryan and Nick. Uh, Chris, you're up next, Chris. How can I help you? Uh, hello, Mark. Um, I'm calling with a question about a 2010 DCS Cadillac. Okay. Um, yeah, and so um, I got this car last year, and I'm not having any mechanical issues, except that I paid $198 to fix the turn signal, the $3 bulb, because it's buried in the headlamp assembly. Uh-huh. You know, I just thought that was kind of funny. But it, it comes back to my point. I'm asking whether I should buy the extended warranty. Uh, I don't have current mechanical problems, but the one dealership told me that this car, this Northwest engine, side-mounted V8, yeah. has a habit of around 70,000 miles of kind of blowing up and an expensive repair. So I was at another dealership, and I talked to the service guy, and I said, I heard this thing has about a, you know, a blows up around 75,000 miles, and he kind of a little smile, and he said, yeah, it's true. And I said, what's the probability? Like, how many percentages are going to have the problem? Probably around 75%. Okay, 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 all right. We, we understand the issue. The answer to your question, and do you want to chime in first? Yeah. It's a yes or no. Does he get the aftermarket warranty or not? Um, no, I don't normally recommend them. There is a couple warranties out there that I will look at, and, and I will say that, you know what, uh, it's it's worth it, depending on the cost of the warranty and depending on what they cover. What's your monthly charge? What's your monthly charge on these aftermarket warranties, uh, Chris? Well, it would be about 5000 and I think it's about 171 a month for okay. two years or something like that. So okay. All right. Well, I'm not familiar. It is true that the older model Cadillacs with the North Star motors were big pieces of um, uh, bull manure, and yeah. and they were terrible. I'm not familiar that your 10 is included in that, and I don't know that it is, but your 10 is only eight years old. I have never um, said to buy an aftermarket warning, take that $171 and put it in the bank, and when you get to need something, you'll have the money. I tell people, my customers, you give me the 171, you get me the contract, because the contract is going to be one of two. It's going to be all-inclusive or all-exclusive, and either one of those is an arrow in your heart. Let me describe. It says we only cover the following parts, and I can assure you that those parts is the bottom of the list of what needs to be done. Right. Then the other one says we cover everything except these. 
That's what it calls yep. an exclusionary and an exclusionary. And both of those are written for them. I have never met a human being in 39 years that got the better end of an aftermarket warranty. Never. Dave? And I, I want to say one other thing, too. You know, um, if you do buy that aftermarket warranty, we had a customer that came to us, and they had an engine problem. They had to show them every oil change that they did. And if they missed one of them, which they did, mm-hmm. they said, nope, they, they didn't do the warranty. And I'll tell you something else. We had a lady the other day that had a radiator that was bad, and she had radiator coverage. They wanted her transmission service records because they say, well, the transmission fluid runs through the radiator. I said, I agree, but it's not leaking in that circuit. This has a blown seam. It's leaking coolant, not transmission. They voided her warranty because she couldn't provide a transmission service. That's the kind of... Yeah, Gil put the beep button on. That's the kind of idiots that run that, and they drive yeah. us crazy, and they want to whittle us down on the parts. They want to whittle us down on the labor. They're going to charge you sales tax, Freon, coolant, oil, shop supplies, environmental charges, and they're only going to pay you where they come up with some stupid number that they say, well, this is the average for Phoenix. In Salem, you're at 500 and the average is only $127.50. Now, that doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. So I, I, I just, I, I don't let my parents, I don't let yeah. my staff, I, I mean, I don't let them. I advise my staff, and they all know that. There isn't, you are not going to find a mechanic that, uh, that says aftermarket warranties are good. But if you're going to buy one, and if you want one, I'd go to Desert Federal Credit Union, and I'll tell you why. The tie usually goes to the owner of the car. And because they sell so much of that, um, it's... Uh, it's they have a little bit of power, so Desert Federal is the only place I would buy one. But I still think that you should put the money in your pocket. And I agree with that. And, and another thing the consumer doesn't realize is is when they go to put the warranty on their car payment, they they not only pay for the warranty, but they're paying interest on top of that warranty. So and it's real lucrative for them. Yeah, right. So and and I, and I I say the same thing to my customers. I go, you can take that money and put it in the bank, and chances are. You're not going to go through it. It's a roll of the dice. No one's ever got more than they paid for the policy. Nobody. I had a motorhome with a water pump that went bad, and they said the water pump's not covered. And and we fought about it, and you know what they were talking about? The water pump and the motor. I had the water pump in the shower. (laughs) And then they go, oh, that's not covered. I said, it says water pump right in there. Oh, that's the one on the engine. Well, you just got through saying you weren't going to cover the one on the engine. (laughs) What the heck? Which water pump is that? And so, uh, you know, using bad words is something I want to avoid. But thank you. Now, um, Gil, would you do me a favor? Would you tell Mark to give me his cell phone number? When I get off the air, I will call him personally. He's the last one. I just want to talk real quick about Pat Harrelson's Celebration of Life. It's going to be at the Depot Cantina, the Macayos Depot Cantina in in Tempe. It's north of 5th Street, west of Mill Avenue. So if you went to Tempe High, 68 through 72, you probably knew Pat Harrelson. If you were in the Tempe Police Department, you probably knew him because he was on your reserve and he also worked in the mounted unit. And if you were in Scottsdale Police Department, you had to know Pat because he was there for 20 years. He recently retired, and then, of course, he passed away on the 17th. He's a friend of mine, and so I would like you to show up so we can uh, talk to his sons and uh, celebrate Pat's life. That's at the Macayos Depot Cantina. My name is Mark Salem. David Martin is from Martin's Auto. He's on 16th Street north of Osborne, and thank you for spending your time with me. Mark at MarkSalem.com. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.